Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello everyone, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to a very festive episode of everyone's favourite podcast, Another Happy Pod. My name is Nathan, as always I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, the groom-to-be himself, <laughs> Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello, good sir. Hello. I like this energy. This is, this is No one cares, uh, Lawrence! <laughs> Why don't you tell us all what this silly little show is all about. Welcome one and all to the show where we talk about movies, TV, games, pop culture. I know you like that bit now, it's become a little become a little joke. Uh, where we try and keep it positive, Nathan. We don't like to discuss all the toxic stuff. We like to keep it fresh, we like to keep it a good time, and we don't always succeed, but we do try to have a good time. Okay. I, mean, I, I mean, I did it, it was good enough. <laughs> I mean, you still said the same thing twice, but... <laughs> Less so than last time. Well, you did at least try to change it a little bit. The thing is, once, so, once you're in the flow of it, you, you can't quite get yourself out because you know what you've got to it say. It is true that once you're in the flow of shit, it is very hard to steer yourself away from that. Much like one would find themselves rowing up a certain creek with only a paddle or whatever that saying is. Um, It's Christmas. It is. I mean, it's yeah. Sort of. No, not really. But it is the first of our festive episodes, of which we're doing two. Um, <laughs> With a gap in the one... middle, which features not festive stuff. Well, that, no, it's, it's, it's nice. It's spread out over the festive season. That's true. It can't be all festive all the time, because then you get sick of it. So we're celebrating... <laughs> With a little Christmas tipple, Ooh. aren't we, Lawrence? We are. What have you got for yourself? So I'm about to pour it now, live on air. I've got myself my uh, glass with ice cubes yeah. here. I'm going to pour myself uh, a nice uh, Jim Bean peach flavoured. That sounds really nice. It does, doesn't it? 
Um, so I'm going to pour myself a little bit of this now. Um, full disclosure, I've not had an alcoholic drink in about 18 months. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll, what are you mixing? We'll with? see how this goes. And I, I'm, well, I'm getting to that. Oh, sorry, sorry. Are you fucking out. I'm doing a whole thing. Will you calm down? Oh, right, sorry. I thought I was, I was just trying to get you there. I know. Typical man, just rushing to the end. Um, and here I'm going to mix it with some delicious Coca-Cola, uh, zero sugar, yep. as I believe it is now called. Nothing says watching your waistline like zero sugar, but a heavily sugarized peach whiskey. Hey, oh, I didn't actually think of it. Well, you're not exactly cutting down on sugar, are you, intentionally? It's just every, everyone prefers their own variation of whatever Coke they've been brought up on. I always prefer Coke Zero. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to watch your sugar intake. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it quite literally does the opposite of hurt. Uh, here we go. Oh, sorry, what do you have? Thank you. I thought you were going to skip right on past me then. Typical man, always rushing to the end. Uh, I've got myself, um, I do have whiskey at home, uh, but it's a honey whiskey and I have nothing to mix it with. And I'm not man enough to take straight whiskey. I just can't do it. Coward. I I can't do it. Can you do it? No. No. It's grim. And anyone that says it isn't is pretending too hard to be tough. Uh, So I've got myself a St. Burton, which is a... A beer in a little stubby bottle that was at the back of my fridge. I forgot I had it. And it is probably a, a rip-off of some other beer. Probably a rip-off of a cause because it's from a Lidl and Aldi. And if you don't know what... It's from a Lidl and Aldi? No, it's from a Lidl or an Aldi, I should say. Because okay. I know it's not an official brand. It's You know when they do the rip-off brands? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of them. Great. What a lovely story. So you've got a shit beer. Yep. And, and you've okay. got a very nice whiskey, it sounds like. And I've got a very nice whiskey, uh, peach whiskey, and Coke Zero. So cheers to you, chin chin. good sir, yep. and a merry uh, Christmas. Oh, are you? Very nice. I'll tell you what, ooh! <laughs> nice? Ooh, that is fucking beautiful! I'm going to tell you what, that goes down well too easily. Oh, Might no. have a problem here. But Nathan's <laughs> going to be on his ass by the end of the episode. I'll tell, that It tastes, honestly, like a... Um, you know, like a Lipton iced tea, like yeah. a a peach. It tastes like that. Ooh, that chills as well with Coke. That would go down way too easy. Ooh. <laughs> okay, oh, here no, we go. Slow so, it down. Slow it down. What What have you got? Have you had a double or a single? I, I no, I just poured. <laughs> Which means probably a triple. I'm I'm no bartender like you. I, I don't care about all these measurements. You just pour with your heart. That's what I learned at uni. <laughs> Um, and, it, and it always worked for you, did it? At uni, did it? It served me well. <laughs> well yeah, nothing ever went wrong. I'll tell you what it didn't <laughs> serve well. My banister well, on time. Look, all right, come on now. Um, what are we doing? Today, Nathan, we're doing the podcast that we do, and we're talking about uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy special presentation holiday special. It's not Christmas special, is it? Holiday special. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That's yeah. the one. Uh, but before we do any of that, Nathan, uh, if you are new here, listeners, uh, I ask Nathan a question at the start of every episode, and then I typically give him about 40 minutes to an hour, however long it takes us to get through the podcast, for him to give me an answer. It could be a hypothetical, or would you rather, a yes or no, X, Y, Z, uh, and it typically kind of correlates in some way, however related or not related, uh, to the to the topic of the episode. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like you didn't set it up or give any room for the theme. I can put it here another happy question if you're here for the first time you've already had eight minutes of us whatever just having a drink (laughs) so you're clearly here for a reason um so basically in this there is a retelling of christmas um and it's kind of through a third account you know like it would start with someone and then by the time it reaches the end you would never hear the full 
version of what Christmas is. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say, do not make me re-record this whole thing because you think a game I mentioned was problematic and then just say, so like this. Don't, <laughs> That's exactly what I know, what I, I know, because you've had a drink and now you think you're cool. Um, it's not because I've had a drink. It's just because I thought it would be funny. <laughs> you're such a knob. Uh, basically, your job here, and it's not so much a question, well, I guess it is if I rephrase it in a certain way, how would you describe any festive, well, festive or just traditional holiday to an alien badly? I.e. boil it down to its most simple form. Maybe it would be better for you to try and guess the holiday through my description. All right, I'm down to do that. Not that I'm doing your this job. This is my right fucking you. segment, mate. <laughs> you, watch, you watch your mouth. Right, so the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. It's been a while since we've seen anything Guardians, right? Other than like Endgame. It has been like three whole months. Since Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're barely in it. They are barely in it, to be Endgame fair. But they are in like it. They were going to be a big part of the next Thor, and then they were just like, see you later, Thor. Or Thor was going to be part of Guardians, which I would have preferred. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that would have been a better movie than Thor 3. Yeah. Not that I was... Thor 3 was fine. Uh, Thor was fine. It's a better pairing if you put Thor doing some weird space shit. They made him more funny, and then that's like where the Guardians win. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with Thor. It's too confusing. If anyone is keeping up at this point, <laughs> let us know, because I think we've lost track. Um, but all right, so it clearly hasn't been a hot minute since we've heard of the Guardians, but it has been a while since we've seen Guardians... Straight from the vision of... of um, James Gunn? That's it, yeah. Completely spaced on his name, then. You're right. No. <laughs> I don't know I've why, just beer. fully spaced on his name. He's had a beer. I've had, I've had about a quarter of a small beer. <laughs> he fucked off for a bit. He was fired, then unfired. He did the Suicide Squad. Then he did Peacemaker. Now he's doing this, as well as being Kevin Feige of DC or something. Yeah, he's the head of DC or something, maybe. I don't know. Good luck to him. Um, the whole thing screams fake job. No, I don't think so. Do you, Why does it? I, I don't know. It feels. I don't know. It feels like Warner Brothers have got shit so locked down anyway that they're just like. <laughs> really? No, you think that? No, no. I don't. I don't think they've got it locked down in the. The, sense the that, company that's can the literally just cancelled a movie. No, but which was no. This is filmed? this is what I'm saying. As in, like they have it locked down and in decided on what they're gonna fucking do, no matter what anyone says. But not really, because again, they just cancelled a movie that they filmed. They've, they're fucking themselves by just kind of going through and not taking any advice. So this feels like a way. So to you're work. saying you're saying they're locked into the idea of fucking up. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that, no? Well, yeah, I guess. But well, no, I, what I mean is this. I don't know if it is this, but it seems like a please don't lose faith in DC. We've hired that guy that you like. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a bit of PR. Yeah, but I feel like it's all. But. He's not there just to sit in a fucking office all day and just be like, hey, I'm running DC. Don't worry, things are all good now. And then that's it, is he? He's actually he's actually doing work. Okay. So Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. Yes. What a... Um, our second special presentation yep. from Marvel. The first one being the <laughs> riveting... Um, it was good. <laughs> the riveting uh, edge of your seats, Werewolf by Night. Nathan is terrified of anything that hasn't been an established IP. He said, "He said, where's yeah. Iron Man?" I stood up and I said, "Where's Iron Man?" No, you. But no, jokes aside, you did have your problems. You thought it was a bit kind of boring. Yeah, and a bit too reliant on we're doing it the old way kind of thing. Yeah, that you don't like so much. A bit too. Whatever, just not interesting. Um, <laughs> I, for the record, I disagree, but this is more your tune, is it? 
this out of the two special presentations that we have had, yeah, this is definitely my favorite mm-hmm. of of the two. It's a it's a lot more fun. It's it's cheesy in a way that it should be because it's a it's a Christmas special. Yeah, it's heartwarming in a way that it should be because it's a Christmas special. Um, and just overall, have you can have more fun. With this, than a silly little dog boy running about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but you you got to view things in the lens they're intended. That was more of a horror showcase of like homage to old classic monster movies, whereas this is just out the gate, The Guardians, but Christmas. I, I would say, I would say this is also like in the same way of Werewolf by Night. This is also a homage to like yeah. the uh, the holiday specials and Christmas specials and stuff and. The cheesiness is ramped up a little bit more. The the wackiness is ramped up a little bit more. Yeah. It's more magical. You know, it doesn't have to be a big down thing or whatever. This one didn't end with Rocket crying, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It didn't end with a funeral and everyone crying or whatever. Yeah. Um. It was it was a good, fun time. Some great little songs along the way. Some great little jokes. But uh, But obviously, as we've established many a times on this show... If there is anything that is whimsical and fun and heartwarming, obviously you despise it. So, Lawrence, you hated this. No, personally, I didn't hate this. I thought it was fine. We should should get that. We should get that on a t-shirt. So, Lawrence, you hated this. (laughs) So, in other words, you want your own catchphrase insulting me on a t-shirt. Presumably who to buy? No one? Me. You. (laughs) So, you want your catchphrase on a t-shirt so that when you're not saying it, you can still be mugging me off. And I'll wear it to your wedding. Good. I'm, I'm glad. I don't. I don't hate this. I think this is. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's unless you like literally despise everything fun and Christmas and heartfelt. You can't. This Which is. You do. This has been gen- like genetically engineered to be liked. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing unlikable about it at all. No, oh, trust me. People can find. Something, oh, they'll, they'll but... right, but they'll find they find something with everything. That's. I think that's wanting to find something rather than there's being something. Like okay. um, it does the job. It's a good little MCU bit of Christmas. It's it's has the MCU done Christmas before? Not well. They've not done like a full on Christmas special. No, it's been not. mentioned. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Iron Man three was set at Christmas. That's true. Yeah, but that was fucking hell. That was twenty thirteen, right? So that's yeah. That's the last time we've had ago. some sort of. And even then, like you say, it wasn't <clears throat> a Christmas film by any stretch. No. Um. Yeah. No, I like this. I think it's a nice, fun way to see the characters that we like. Um, the Guardians are definitely the right choice for it in terms of it's it just wouldn't be as funny because they don't understand the Christmas customs so it's already built in you get Drax doing his like you know his literal thing where he doesn't understand stuff the the scene the scene with them running around and kind of stealing festive decorations is just pure it's 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 straight from Guardians 1 with the whole like you know why would I put my finger to his throat gag from Drax and everything um no, it's, it's it's good stuff. I even liked Chris Pratt in this. I almost <laughs> forgot that he belongs to a church which encourages gay conversion therapy, allegedly. Um, is that so? Is that like, I've seen all this, but is it legit? Like, what is that? Well, he's just he's he's a very religious person. Yeah, and um, allegedly, his church is uh, very conservative and strong in their beliefs yeah. that gay people. Are abominations and um, should not exist, and uh, they believe that conversion therapy is the right way to to deal with a uh, a homosexual. That's true. Dealing with a homosexual. 
<laughs> that's, that's allegedly. That's, I know, but that's screaming itself. I mean, if that's true, then that's gross. Um, and I hope he doesn't uphold that because surely something would have come out about it more concrete by now. Because Disney aren't the people to. I mean, they they fired James Gunn just for tweeting about some grim stuff a hundred years ago or whatever it was. The thing is, like Gina Carano was fired from Star Wars and The Mandalorian and that other show she was going to do. But the difference is, she was very vocal about her beliefs. Like, she'd be on, on Twitter, like, uh, comparing wearing masks to Nazi Germany for some fucking reason. Really? Yes. Then that was what actually got her fired. Fucking um, hell. Yeah, what a stupid, terrible person. Um, and, yeah, she has been very vocal about her right-wing political beliefs and stuff. Um, whereas Chris Pratt, yeah, he doesn't really bring it up. Like, he's been open about his religious beliefs and how religious he is and stuff, um, but everything surrounding his church and and all that sort of stuff, it's, like I say, allegedly. We don't know for sure. No, but yeah, the only thing... It, we'll never know how he feels individually, but the only thing bringing, that's gonna, bringing that up is going to do is just tank his career, which... If he's got any brain cells, he won't do. But I, I hope that that's not something that he goes along with. It's a grim start. So it made you, it made you forget about a terrible, how much of a terrible person he might be allegedly. Almost. Um, no, it's always there. <laughs> it's it's always stirring in the back of your mind. It's always stirring in the back of my mind. Um, but it almost made me forget. Like I say, um, I did find the stuff between. First of all, Mantis was absolutely the standout of this special. Yeah. She was great from start to finish. Um, but the whole theme about her being Quill's sister, um, and then when that comes to light at the end, it was really quite emotional and heartwarming stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did enjoy all of that. No, I, I think it's good. I think the um, Mantis is definitely the standout. You're right. I think... Um... And this is why I kind of hesitated to say I loved it, because I do love it, and I think it's I great. knew it! No, I knew no, no, it! No, no, I knew no, it! No, no, no. The, my, my criticism, again, is kind of just... I don't know if it's like a, a cost reason, but it's Disney, so I doubt it, but it felt weird that it was only Drax and Mantis. Do you know what I mean? Like, one of my favourite Guardians is, is Rocket, and then, like, Groot was there as well, with a slightly new look, which we can talk about in a bit. But it was... I don't know, it felt weird that it was just them two for most of it. Do you not like it was the Guardian special and it felt like most of the Guardians were missing from it? Um, not really. I mean, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but it's forty minutes. If you you can you you have a choice, you can use forty minutes and give everyone like I don't know five minutes of screen time each or whatever, yeah. or you can give more to a smaller set of of cast and and make that better, I guess. And yeah. I I think that's what was chosen. I don't think it's a budget issue at all because this was again it's Disney. They have literally unlimited money. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it was also filmed during production of Guardians of the Galaxy three, so they're not like cheaping out on yeah. sets or actors. And they're all there. Yeah, they've like got that. everyone. They're they're all there. Yeah. It's not like oh we don't have Chris Pratt this day or whatever because he's he's at his being, church doing doing, doing horrible things. Yeah. Is killing gay people. So. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> the only reason I thought maybe budgetary is because it's it's the two guardians that you dress up as opposed to fully animate in um, that were there. Because the other two are Rocket, which is now... not Rock, uh, Rocket's always been fully CG, but I think Groot is now fully CG. Groot has always been fully CG. 
I'm sure they had a man on the suit in the first one, didn't they? Not not as in like that wasn't what was on screen, but they they I mean they, over a man in a suit. They well they would have had a man in a motion capture suit. Yeah, but that's obviously completely CG'd over. Yeah, sure. Still, still the same with any CG. I did speaking of Groot. Speaking of Groot, I did actually think he was practical at first because. Oh, really? He's jacked. Yeah, he's he is, roided, he's man. fucking he is buff as fuck. He's like <laughs> he's like that weird sixteen year old who just got really into bodybuilding yeah. and just fucking crushing the gym. Yeah. And now he's just like this absolute fucking unit, but he's still just like a dumb teenager. You know, like, they're like they're like the, the teenagers that spend all of their secondary school life getting called like small because they're like not not five eleven, they're just under it. And then they're yeah. like, well, I'm going to go to the gym and then come back in five years and beat you all up. <laughs> That's yeah. how I'll get over that. He is he is fucking wham. And, and I did think, like, there was times where I thought, oh, he actually does look practical. Like, that could be a suit. That could be a dude well, it's in a suit. It's thicker, right? So that you can fit a man in it. It's a lot thicker, yeah. It looked like it was man proportioned. Yeah. Um, it's not, though. It is entirely CG. James Gunn has confirmed it. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I think it looks good. I think it looks good, I too. Like I, saw, yeah. um, I saw a lot of people having the opinion, like, it... Uh, just, I, I can't remember what it was. It was some viral tweet that was a bit a bit dramatic. And like, do you remember when Groot used to have humanity in his eyes or something like that? And I was like, firstly, what? get over it. Secondly, he looks fine. And I think it, I think it works in terms of... Right, Groot, Groot died, quote-unquote died, in the first Guardians, right? And how he was brought back was... He died. Yeah, and it was, it was a branch from his tree that he grew... A different branch from his tree that he grew from. So it yeah. kind of makes sense. It would be a different shape. <laughs> like it's not going to grow yeah. in the exact same tree size again, is he? It's a different character. Yeah, yeah. And also, he's like, a, yeah, he's a different person. So like, his he's choosing. What am I trying to say? He's like, he's making different choices about his body. Like this one's clearly fucking hitting the tree gym or whatever. <laughs> he's like, do you think he has a say in it? I think it would just be like, I don't know, maybe where he's watered more. <laughs> I think so because like Guardians One group was more like lean and tall, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, well, they, they maybe can... this one will get this one will get taller, but he was, but he's just he's a thick boy. He is a thick boy. They can I forgot. Um, Groot can shoot like a tree out of his hands and shit, right? As well, so yeah, it, it makes sense if he wanted to just kind of permanently be a bit wider, he could do that. Yeah. So just... he's a talking tree. Yeah. All right. It doesn't he can... matter. He can... He can look however he wants. Like. He's a talking, moving, sentient tree that can say three words, sometimes four. Okay? Oh, what's, what's so, the fourth? We. Oh, yeah. I suppose added on. Yeah. I was like, that's still three, and then, but added on. That's four combined yeah. words he can use in any order he likes. What do you, what do you think about Kevin Bacon being this? Okay. Um, for, for people outside the UK, yeah. um, <laughs> maybe they're not familiar. Um, but for the past, oh, I don't know, seven, eight, ten years or so years. now, Kevin Bacon has just been relentlessly <laughs> flogging um, EE. He's, he's the spokesperson for the EE phone network here in the UK. And they get um, their money's worth. They get their... There are so, every time you go to the cinema, you're seeing... So many adverts with Kevin Bacon telling you about EE's full fibre network yeah. or the latest phones. There was a moment in this 
where Kevin Bacon pulled out his phone and he was like, I get a signal out here? And I was so convinced yeah. it was there was going to be like a fun little fucking, oh, I'm on an EE, you know, the best fucking network. I, I was almost convinced there would be. And when there wasn't, I was a little bit like, that makes sense because company relations yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense that it would. It would be weird if it was and I would hate it if that was I, I'd have liked it. I think it's the only way to reference it. But like you say, maybe outside of the UK, it wouldn't have landed as, as hard. Yeah. I feel like that's only a UK thing. Um, but but put so, that, to, to reiterate what Nathan's saying, we've seen a lot of Kevin Bacon. A lot. You might not have since Footloose, but we've yeah. seen a hell of a lot of Kevin Bacon. We've had a lot of Kevin Bacon shoved down our throats <laughs> for the last 10 years or so. Um, Do you think that's what this was? Do you think he was shoved down your throat in this? No, no, I, I, I kind of like, I liked his inclusion in this. He, he did what he needed to do. Okay, he's just Kevin he, Bacon, isn't he? Yeah, he's exactly, he's exactly just Kevin Bacon. He's running from aliens. He's been a little bit scared. Then he's having fun. Um, he, I feel like pretty much any, like eighties, uh, actor or whatever could have done that role. If, if Kurt like, Russell was not Kevin Evo, Bacon specifically, no, but. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger or someone. Yeah, I think it's just because he mentioned he mentioned Footloose, maybe maybe in Guardians, maybe first time in Infinity War. He, did, he mentioned it in Guardians One. Okay, yeah, um, but yeah, no, I feel like any like you say any eighties could have filled that role. I feel like Kurt Russell would have got the call if not Ego. Oh no, but then even Ego, he takes the form of someone that Peter would trust, doesn't he? Hasselhoff. Oh, he does. That's Hasselhoff. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's two off the board. He was like, "Who's left at this point?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um. So. So. Yeah. Do you like that he um, sits in his full jacket and jeans to watch TV? <laughs> um. No, I don't. To be honest. <laughs> Can you imagine I doing don't. that? Yeah. His house seemed weird as well. I was like, Kevin Bacon doesn't live in this no. house. Kevin like... Bacon lives at the EE headquarters, chained to the desk, <laughs> chained to his voiceover booth. The the best thing about Kevin Bacon in this was his play with Drax and Mantis. Mm. There was that that was the best thing about Kevin Bacon. Um, it was just the moments where they're on this ship and then they realise that he's not actually his characters. He's an actor, yeah. and they're both they're both disgusted yeah. by the fact that this man is an actor. That was very funny. Is that, is that James Gunn? Like, I mean, it is, but like. Why actors? Why do they specifically hate actors? I don't know. I don't know. But I find it very funny. Yeah. Also, the fact that it's just two actors talking about how much they hate actors yeah. and how disgusting and cowardly the profession is. <laughs> <laughs> I know it works. It works. There's a few. Um, yeah. There's a few Suicide Squad not cameos, but like little jokes as well. You've got Margot Robbie's house on the list of celebs. Um, who's who's the um, other guy? He's in one of the Pitch Perfects as well. He's Arm Fall Off Boy. I've never seen a pitch perfect. Ah, you miss it. Wasn't Arm Fall Off Boy Nathan Fillion? No, uh, oh yeah, so he wasn't Arm Fall Off Boy. Flula Borg? The Javelin guy? Yeah, the Javelin guy, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's in this. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, great. <laughs> that was my point. <laughs> Quite literally great. me pointing at someone and going, look, him. They're in this. Great. <laughs> Margot Robbie's name was on a map. Yep. And a guy was played another guy. <laughs> I just I'm just here for your Easter eggs. That's all. That's all I can contribute. That is great um, do, stuff. Do you think when like it's I don't know why it always seems weird to me that when actors have to play themselves in something, especially something as like kind of bizarre as this, because I know Kevin Bacon doesn't live there. 
like he may not even Do speak you? like that. I don't know anything about Kevin Bacon other than his personality that he gives off in the EE ads. Yeah, maybe maybe he's good at it because he's had that lockdown for a decade now. He knows how to be Kevin from what the world sees Kevin as, <laughs> as opposed to like he's got his Kevin personality sorted. Do you know what I mean? What are you trying to ask me? I feel like you haven't asked me a question. I'm not asking you a question. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. It just, I guess it's just always weird to me when actors play themselves. It seems strange. Why? I don't Why? know. It just seems like it, it almost feels like it's, it feels like it should be more immersion building, but it feels like it breaks me out of it. I don't know. Because, like, technically you're rooting it in real life by being like Kevin Bacon's here. And you know Kevin Bacon yeah. is a real person. But it always catches me off guard. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It just felt odd. Um, don't uh, don't watch the movie. This is the end, then, because oh, I I did not have a good time. <laughs> so You'll hate that. Movie. It's a lot of. I did. It's it's. I had a good time with it. It's a good movie. I, I think it's a fine movie. It's just that, like everyone's exaggerated themselves, right? Like everyone is themselves yeah. times ten. Yeah, that's the point of it. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I guess <laughs> things are things are heightened for comedic effect. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right. That most of it, like all of Kevin Bacon's good stuff, was um, uh, Mantis and Drax' like interactions. Um, a bit strange when he decided to bust the song out. <laughs> Is he known for singing? I didn't know he was a singer. I have no idea, but um, it's Christmas. You gotta have a sing along at Christmas. It's true. Yeah, I suppose they had a song. They had a song bookending each side of it. I did. I did like that song at the beginning where they're like, "What is Christmas?" Yeah, I don't know. It's it's terrible and scary, and there's a man and he'll steal your presents or whatever. Yeah. Um, I liked that song. That was a fun song. Yeah, it's it starts off really innocent and then it just devolves into like <laughs> Santa is a murderer, Mrs. Yeah. Claus is chained up or something, whatever <laughs> else it was. It, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that. I particularly enjoyed when um, Drax and Mantis went to Earth <laughs> and they're just walking along the Hollywood Boulevard and they saw a dude dressed up in a GoBots <laughs> in a big GoBot costume and Drax was just ready to fight and Mantis says a GoBot killed his cousin so I guess GoBots exist I, I guess it's a thing yeah. in the Marvel Universe does beat one and then there's well. that shot where Mantis is getting a photo with a family or whatever <laughs> And the camera just pans, and Drax is just beating the shit out of the cowboy. <laughs> I did. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. Like, I, I quite liked seeing how they're. Um, I guess this is this is the closest I might get to it. I suppose for a while, maybe Guardians Three deals with it in any way. Something I've always wanted to see was how the Guardians, mainly Peter Quill, if he went back to Earth, what would happen there? Because he lives in the the eighties idealized world. That's something um, I see brought up a lot. I see a lot of people um, talk about the fact that in Endgame, uh, Peter Quill was on Earth, mm. and they didn't make a bigger deal of it. Like, he's finally back on Earth. Yeah. Um, me, I could be wrong here, but <laughs> me personally, I, I get the impression that he's never wanted to go back to Earth. Yeah. Like, there has never been anything stopping him from... He has a fucking spaceship. He can go yeah. anytime he I wants. I mean, they take his spaceship to Earth. Yeah. yeah. He knows where it is. He can go there if he wants. It's not like fucking 
um, Yondu was hiding the coordinates of Earth from him or something. Yeah. He could have gone back anytime he wants. I I got the impression that because of what happened with his mum and everything, he's built his own life for himself out in the fucking universe. He never wanted to go back. No, I, Is I, that me? Am I, what do you think? No, I, I completely agree, but I still think it would be interesting to see him back there. Like, you know, him being back there doesn't mean he's going to run around and be like, oh my God, iPods and iPhones and look at all the songs I can store on this. and Because that is that is something I see brought up all the time. But I think it could be interesting um, to see him on Earth. And I, I think, you know, depending on whether he liked it or so. not, it's still an interesting plot point that could be explored. But my point in this is it's fun to see at least some of the Guardians kind of interact on Earth. Because, like, Drax is just getting straight up shot with a gun. Yeah. And it's just like this tickles, <laughs> and it's like yeah. it, it, it's stuff. he's bulletproof, I guess. Yeah, I didn't know he was, but because I'm pretty sure he gets stabbed in one of the Guardians movies, and that pierces yeah, maybe. him. Maybe it's only space things that work on him. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, Superman rules. Yeah, I guess so. Um, maybe, but no, I, I quite like that. And then like how Drax is flipping cars, and Mantis has one trick. Oh, like she can beat people up, but. Let- but she's she's wiry. She'll yeah. like, jump around and But no, but, but her one trick is and I'd use it as well. If someone's running at me, I just go, go to sleep. And they go to sleep and I'm like, it works oh, it works every time. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah, that was good. That is a good trick, to be fair. Yeah. I did enjoy that. I enjoyed um the <laughs> um um <laughs> What's his name? Rocket got Bucky's arm <laughs> as a Christmas gift. Did you see what James Gunn uh, tweeted about this? No, that, um, because people wondering is it like one of his old arms? Is it like basically is Bucky walking around in current day MCU with ripped arm? And yeah. going, is anyone out there to still make me another arm? Because um, every he's never made one himself. They are always given to him by someone. Yeah. Um, and and but James Gunn basically basically tweeted that with the, the spirit of Christmas was so overwhelming that Nebula went down and ripped it off personally, um, and then just went off. So, as as far as we have it, the next time we see Bucky, he's limbless or he's been to Wakanda and got another one. <laughs> Look, it will never be addressed. No, again. it won't. He, ne- next time you see Bucky, he'll just have an arm. Yeah, D- don't worry about he it. He got it's a new Christmas. one from somewhere else. It, Santa brought him a new one. It, okay, it was a it's gag. Christmas. It was a Christmas yeah. joke. <laughs> it was a Christmas joke. <laughs> um, I also really enjoyed um, Groot got everyone like little carvings yep. of himself. Yeah, yeah. And Cracklin's carving was a carving of him looking at the carving. <laughs> <laughs> it just speaks to how simple he, like the simple pleasures of it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so dumb, yeah. but very fun. James Gunn is, uh, is firing on all cylinders when it comes to like little, just little stupid visual cues that, that crack yeah. people up. Um, yeah, that was very good. What did you think of the... Um, so this this is something that James Gunn said as well. He said that with the animated stuff, uh, he wanted to... Um, uh, this is this is a, not a direct quote, but it's, I'm paraphrasing something he said, um, where he basically said, I wanted to do the holiday special, but done well. Sorry, Mark Hamill. Oh, the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, so that, and then that's reference to it being, you know, wacky adventures for the group <laughs> that we know and an animated story beat every now and then yeah I think it worked yeah it was definitely better than the Star Wars holiday special I mean yeah for for (laughs) those that don't know or have joined us recently that was our last Christmas special which never released because not only did we watch and put ourselves through the the, the Star Wars holiday special which to reiterate was fucking one of the worst things we've ever seen 
yeah, that, that's, truly horrible. Yeah, that, that's not news to anyone, but I underestimated. I'd heard about it and knew it was bad. I didn't know it was this bad. It, it was truly one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, and then we lost the recording, so we could never put that episode out. So we, we yeah, when we talk about the Star Wars Holiday Special, we know it painfully well. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I think this definitely is the. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Star, I don't know if Star Wars Holiday Special owns animated sequences in things. <laughs> but, Not all, no. But it's definitely it's where it's before. been like most popularized. I'd imagine. I, I mean, like just Christmas specials in general have done that. They've always had yeah. like a little animated segment here and there. Community, have you seen Community? Um, they did that, I think, with Arvid's I have seen Christmas. Community. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I have actually seen it. I just can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's not a new thing, but it's, it's done well. It was a little... I don't know. The the kind of frame rate of it was a little jarring because they lowered the frame rate of the animation yeah. um, to something a lot lower than the actual uh, filmed version. And it was just very... I don't know, upsetting, I guess. It was just jarring. I, I like... Just... That's, so how they did that is they had... Um, it wasn't the... I'm pretty sure the guy's name's Wyatt something. Wyatt Russell, I think his name is. Wyatt Russell is a name that I know. Wyatt well, how Russell. do I know that? No, that Wyatt Russell is... That's an actor. Wyatt Russell is... Uh, Kurt... Wyatt Russell's uh, John Walker. Yeah, He's... Wyatt Russell's Kurt Russell's son, yeah. No, yeah. It's, then it's Wyatt something. It's basically the kid who played young Peter uh, in Guardians 1. They obviously firstly yeah. had to animate something because they can't use live action him because yeah. James Gunn said... He's 10 years older. Yeah, James Gunn is like, he's now like in his 20s. So I can't use him. And I also refuse to recast because I love his performance so much. I don't want anyone else to do it for like a one-off bit. Oh, okay. Um, so that's why he animated it. And how he animated it was, um, it's a really interesting technique where they actually film it live action. So Michael Rooker was there playing Yondu. They had a stand-in for the, like a child to play Peter. Um, yeah. They filmed it. And then rotoscoped it, which is where they they kind of outline every single thing of it. Yeah. And then they just get rid of the actors and paint on top of them. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the same actor who did Young. No, no, it was a it was a it was a stand-in. I don't know who voiced him though. That could have been the real guy. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't him who voiced him. It was an actor called Luke Klein. Yeah. So maybe James Gunn just him. got like a he's got like a precious opinion of him in live action. Then I guess. <clears throat> maybe. I mean, because like they have, they've they've done that with What If, right? They brought in a bunch of different people to voice shit in What If. So, um, but yeah, no, they. So the, I I just like it. So you're you're not a fan of that animated style, no? Not that I'm not a fan. It was it was good enough. It was just a little. As there was obviously going for like a very old fashioned, like again, like eighties sort yeah. of vibe with it, um, which which worked for what they was going for. It's just. There's a reason animation doesn't look like that anymore. Oh, yeah, no, for sure, yeah. <laughs> so, There's an, have, yeah. have I ever shown you that Joel Haver uh, channel on YouTube? Great channel. He does the... He he, he has the, one of the Rick and Morty voice actors work with him sometimes. He did the Sand yeah. Planet sketch. I think I've shown oh, it to you. Oh, yeah, you have. Yeah. I think I remember it being very upsetting. It, it, it's supposed to be a little bit awkward and unusual. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's. I, at first, I thought they might have brought him in to do it. Then I remembered it's Marvel, and they probably can recreate anything they want to. Because um, he's probably. he's like one of the only people out there currently pr- still producing animation like that, which is really good and it's, it's cool stuff. Cosmo the dog made their Guardians debut. Yeah, who who voices Cosmo again? Maria Bakalova, Borat's daughter. 
That's yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I I thought um I thought Cosmo would be in it a little bit more. I remember it being a big me too a big push when it was announced that Cosmo was going to be in it. But maybe there's a space for Cosmo in Guardians Three that we don't know about. I think Cosmo will be a bigger part of Guardians Three. Yeah, I enjoyed Nebula's dancing. Oh yeah, that was good. I did enjoy that. Yeah, just I I really enjoy how serious Nebula is mm. at all times. She's just very serious and seemingly very angry yeah. at all times. Um, even when she's dancing and having fun, she's still yeah. ready to kill someone. Um, so yeah, no, that I, was like, fun. I like that. Karen Gillan is great, and she's in Doctor Who. If only there was a place where we could talk about Doctor Who. If only there was a place. Maybe one day we'll have a place. Maybe to talk one about day. It. Who knows? Who. Knows. We're gonna keep doing. Are that, you aren't sick we? of that yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're teasing stuff way too early. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but overall, um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a good bit of fun. Um, well, I, it was a good Christmas time. It was a good festive time. Yeah, yeah. Basically, there's not much more to it, is there? Really, it's just a good Christmas little special. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Does it feel like? Kevin Bacon is maybe teeing up a single for Christmas. No. Felt a bit like Christmas. Because I feel like that would already be out if that was the case. Oh, yeah. End of November, I guess, yeah. I'm going to say no on that one. Maybe. I, re- I believe it still remains to be seen. You know, I mean, the single's there. It's locked and loaded. I mean, we could have a bet, but there'd be no point because you never pay up anyway. That's <laughs> true. I often um, make terrible bets. I like, can't win. I've I've won so many bets against you. Oh, you've only made two, only two receive, notable ones, I think. I've yet to receive a penny. What we bet about the queen dying? We bet about the queen dying. We had a bet the other week, which I can't remember. Um, it was something about but, an actor being in something, and I bet I knew that they were or something, and you said they weren't. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, we also had that one about the Suicide Squad. What was that? I think it was where you you said that Harley Quinn would die. Oh, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we had a fiver on that. Um, it, uh, to me, it was very, very obvious that Harley Quinn would not die. But you were like, no, I don't know, I don't know. I and just that, thought it'd be an easy emotional Spoiler pull. alert. She, yeah, well, spoiler alert. She did not die. Um, and I am yet to see that five pounds. It's true. That was a good um, few years ago now. Yeah. I apologise. Nathan, well. at the start of this... Uh, and if you're joining us or if you skipped halfway through, what I do at the start of every episode is I ask Nathan a question. could be a hypothetical, could be a would you rather, whatever, uh, relating to the episode um, somehow, in some way. And I asked Nathan, and he, he had a little clever idea that I would, I would then follow it up with something. Uh, if he could describe a terrible festive thing to me, maybe not a festive holiday, but like a, you know, a traditional UK thing that we do. If he could describe it as badly as he can, and I will try and guess what that is. So, have you have you thought of anything? Have you got anything locked and loaded? Um, maybe I got like the start of something. So I guess we'll see where it goes. Yeah, sure. A woodland creature steals the unborn children of a farmyard animal, coats them in chocolate. <laughs> And then breaks into every house in the world, I guess. Yeah. And leaves and leaves the chocolate-coated uh, unborn for the children to feast upon. Um, and this is all in the celebration of a guy 
who died thousands of years ago, but then he didn't die. But then maybe he did. Maybe he's still among us as we speak. There's an imposter among us. <laughs> Q Vine sound effect. <laughs> uh, that is Easter, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> well done. That was Easter. Nathan. I don't know if you're aware of this, but this is episode 99. 99 red balloons. <laughs> or luft balloons, if you're German. Yeah, so episode 99, we have been saying for a very, very long time that we wanted to do something special for the 100. It's Mr. Sunday, he's coming on. It is he's Mr. Joining Sunday. Us. And, and, and another surprise guest who has also been on. Uh, ben. Who is Ben? ben. Yeah, Ben. We've, yeah. Oh, just, Ben's there too. Just Ben? Oh. Ben Ben wasn't supposed to be there. No. Basically, <laughs> we had we, we asked James to join us. James James very, very graciously said, yes, absolutely. So he is coming on to talk about a movie that even IMDb trivia lists as his favourite movie. It does. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so James is coming on. If you've ever heard James talk about Sunshine, uh, according to him, this is the first place that he's ever been able to talk at length about why he loves it. So we have... We have that exclusive for you, and Ben joins us for a good time. It's a real, it's a real Mr. Sunday movies collaboration. Indeed, and I'm there. Too. And Nathan, as he loves to say, is just there too. <laughs> yes, I got to hang out. Yeah. So, so here, here is a, a good clip. Time. Here is a clip from that, and maybe, maybe I've got James saying hello or something. I'll put that in too. Every now and then, you'll see it pop up in a subreddit. It's like this movie's actually underrated, and then like a hundred horrible nerds go, it's not actually underrated, it's actually very good, everybody knows it's good, it's classic sci-fi. And the person goes, okay, sorry. Anyway, that's me, I'm in there. It's just being like, just being mean to people who haven't seen this movie. Lovely stuff, that is our 100th episode next week. We've already recorded it, so um, we're, I guess we're already at 100 episodes. Go us. Well, well done, uh, us. <laughs> Yay. No, no, remember still technically we have 150. Yes, 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 I don't care. <laughs> um, the podcast is at 100 episodes. That's true. And more with all the fucking shit we've lost. Yeah, we've recorded so many more than 100. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, what a, what a great celebration. Um, and because we've already recorded it and we won't get to say you next week, here's to... A hundred more. Yay. Uh, so if you enjoyed this, uh, come back next week. Definitely, like we said, it's going to be a good one and we hope you will enjoy it. Uh, that will be live Friday at 10 a.m. as do all of our other episodes go live at that time. Uh, you can give us a little follow. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter at Another Happy Pod. Uh, we are... No, we're still not on Hive. <laughs> not on Hive, no. What happened to Hive? I feel like it had its two days I know, in the I sun. Feel, yeah, I feel like it's dropped off now. I feel like it's, it's maybe it's done. Like, don't get me wrong, the internet can be harsh, but I feel like those changes took a little too long in internet terms to come. I, I, I don't think anything will properly show up until, like... Twitter is fully yeah dropped off. If it ever will, who knows? Don't get me um, don't get us wrong. Twitter is a bit of a hell site now, but it needs to get a lot more worse for people to leave it because that is ingrained into public consciousness. Maybe, um, maybe if Tim Apple removes it from the App Store, that could uh, be it's it's dead now. Yeah, that could be it's it's nail in the coffin. But then Elon will invent like his fucking. <laughs> His fucking Tesla phone or whatever. Wasn't that wasn't like, that a big thing with like Samsung phones where they blew up next to your fucking head or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Samsung phones used to blow up, but hey, Elon's like, we've seen phones that blow up. We're gonna make it ten times better. These phones are nuclear next to your head. Apple, Apple has pulled all their advertising from Twitter. 
Does Tim Cook hate free speech in America? Does he hate giving me money to advertise on my website? Does, That's free speech, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Does Tim Cook hate free speech by exercising free speech? How terrible of him. What a dickhead. Yeah. Anyway, fuck you, Elon Musk. Um, and Tim Cook, I'd imagine, as well. Fuck him, too. No, he's all right. He's a beautiful gay man. Is he a beautiful gay man? He is a beautiful gay man. Yeah. I respect that you're gay, but you're still a billionaire. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Tim Cook. I mean, yeah, fair. Oh, review us. Review us while you're there. I think Nathan's already oh, gone. Review sake. us. Hey, James, why don't you tell them to review us? Subscribe and leave a fucking... Leave a review, man. fuck's wrong with you? Thanks, James. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, cheers. Bye. <laughs>